0: get ready for an epic experience that you won't forget the be your best self conference august 22nd at the grand event center in grandview heights you'll rub elbows with some seriously cool folks in the business world and soak up all sorts of wisdom about being a bold leader rolling with the punches and smashing through any obstacles that may come your way it's not just about setting through speeches, it's about making connections and diving deep into learning that'll stick with you for ages. We've got a killer lineup of speakers just for you. First up, we've got Brian John, the brains behind Echo and Athena, who's going to drop some knowledge bombs about leading with love. Next, we'll hear from Shara Hutchison, the powerhouse CEO of Exposure, who's going to spill the beans on how to navigate change like a pro, whether it's in your personal life or at work. And then brace yourself for Stephen Carr, the mastermind behind Belief Force, who's going to show us how to kick those self-limiting beliefs to the curb and step into our full potential. But wait, there's more. We've got a lively panel discussion lined up where we'll tackle the ins and outs of working with different generations in the workplace, led by the amazing Dahlia Calgreen from United Residential Management. And to keep the momentum going all day long, we've got the one and only Lashandra Baker from LBB Edutainment as our hype woman. Oh, and don't even think about sneaking out early, because we've got some seriously awesome prizes up for grabs at the end of the day. Trust me, you don't want to miss out. So mark your calendars, spread the word, and get ready for a day packed with inspiration and connections. ChamberPartnership.org backslash BYBS2024.
1: Good morning, Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. This is Dave Polakowski, the president and CEO. This morning I have, and this has been a challenge for me. We've been laughing about this for five minutes. I've been trying to practice her name. It Try is again. Talanda Sedari.
2: Oh my gosh, you got it right.
1: It only took, what, 50 tries?
2: <laughs> and that's just this morning.
1: <laughs> Who what it, were you
2: saying? Talanda. At least Tal- you didn't put an R in there. Talandra. Talanda, Talandi. Yes. Email. I've been seeing this meme lately. Um you know on Instagram or something. My name is spelled in the email. My name is so many people misspell my name T I D R A. Like it's it's crazy. But Talanda
1: I get it, with a name like Polakowski. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. my poor granddaughter has walked into that (laughs) for at least how many years until she uh, decides what to do on her own. In
2: kindergarten, when they give her car, dog, she's going to be like, come on, give me something better. (laughs) Give me something I can really (laughs) sink my teeth into here.
1: (laughs) So Talanda is our... Guru on franchises.
2: Yes. Right? Yes. Guru sounds so important. Uh,
1: Well, you are. (laughs) You're an important part of this community. Well, thank you. So, how did you get started in that?
2: Mm. Do we want the PC story or do we want the fun story?
1: Well, as long as the fun story can be PC. (laughs) Okay,
2: there we go. (laughs) So, years ago, I was married and living in Western New York. And uh, my husband at the time worked for a family owned company and 2008, 2009 hit, and of course, you know, who's the highest paid person at a family owned company who's the first to go, it was him. And we had met, or I had met, a little side story, um, at the gym, here you are, Western New York, great people, but not a transient town. So I saw somebody at the gym that had Ohio State gear on, and I was kind of like, "You must be my friend." <laughs> Turns out, she uh, is from her family's from Circleville, and her husband went to St. Charles, and they own the local Stanley Steamer there. So when my husband was laid off, they said, "You have to, you know, get into franchising. Why, why go work for somebody else?" So we looked at Stanley steamer. There was, you know, something in Northern Cal- Redding, California that was available and I was like, eh, so we ended up finding one in Northeast Ohio in the Cleveland area where he was from. So we finally moved back home, which I had wanted to do for years.
1: Wait, what part of Cleveland?
2: Uh, Rocky river, Fairview park, okay. Westley, like the whole West side.
1: Yeah. Cause yeah. I grew up. Near right. That. We've talked about yes, that. You're out
2: did. way east side.
1: Southwest. I was I, on, grew up on I the Clearly I got that like you got my name. I know. <laughs> You know, we talk so much and so fast, (laughs) who knows what we, what we have said in the past.
2: I thought it was, um, Painesville.
1: That's where I just came from. Okay. So I knew there was a tie there somehow. Okay.
2: So anyway, we, we did the franchise there in Northeast Ohio. My whole life flipped upside down on me, which is probably another lifetime movie podcast. Um, Got away from Cleveland, the kids and I moved down here to Columbus, and so now in the world of franchising, I have worked for different companies. Uh, First, I worked for a company out of Raleigh that helps develop franchise systems, and now I have been on the consulting side where I help people understand franchising in general, pros and cons, is it right for them? If so, which brands are a good fit for them? So if you really kind of break it down like franchise matchmaking.
1: Yeah. Well, Well, what, are the positives. So for someone who's young, Mm -hmm. not sure if they have the funds, how do you encourage or how do you direct someone to take that leap?
2: If you don't have the funds, it does become a little difficult. (laughs) Um, Franchising is based on the idea of being in business for yourself but not by yourself. And one of the ways that it does become successful for people is because they have a standard so far as net worth requirements, liquidity requirements, because they don't want to see anybody fail. Uh, They're not going to take it away at the first site of trouble. They actually don't want you to fail. They want you to succeed because it looks really bad for them. It's bad for you. Um, So if someone's looking to get into business and franchising and they're not quite having all the checkmark boxes yet, you know, I can direct them to some options, you know, that might be a better fit for them. Uh, I do work and starting to become more involved with a local business broker as well. Uh, But we can also talk about a game plan That they can, you know, start setting where do you want to be in five years? How's this going to look? What kind of net worth do you want so that you can start looking at business ownership? Because some people want to use it to get out of their current job. Some people know their company's downsizing. Sometimes it's the mom whose kids are now in high school or college, but doesn't want to quite go back to work. So it's all these different reasons. And I kind of help sort of as a career coach (laughs) a little bit to kind of help people understand, you know, what's the next move here.
1: Are there, and I'm going to get into, this is leading. So are there loans out there? Can you apply for a loan mm. to get a franchise?
2: Mm. Great question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my, my favorite clients are the ones that uh, aren't working, but they want a $2 million SBA loan. <laughs> yes, there are wonderful finance resources. We work with multiple different national lenders. Um, local's always great too. Uh, there's a few local people that I have that I work with. Uh, I know Heartland Bank is one of them I've been in contact with. So we can And they're a
1: great supporter of who we are. Yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, and so they can have the resources for SBA loans. Um, that's the most popular route. It doesn't mean it's the best fit for everyone else, but it is the most popular one because franchises are also SBA approved, which means if you're starting a business up on your own – it's more difficult to get financing. If you already have a business model in place, as the franchise system does, it's easier to get financing. So we have those connections to have people get all the information.
1: So once they have the financing in place, what else should they prepare?
2: Oh, goodness. How's this going to fit in their daily life? How's this going to work with the support of their partner or spouse or their family and their current job? And do they have travel coming up? Um, You know, I like to kind of set a realistic transparency expectation with people. Uh, I tell my clients all the time, I'm not trying to be negative, but if we understand both sides here, then there's not going to be really any big surprises. So understand your commitment level, the timing of it, uh, the funds that go into it. So yes, you have the loan, but how are you going to pay your daily expenses? Um, How's it going to look? Because capital is the biggest reason that businesses fail. So how's this realistically going to look? Um, If the business you want isn't feasible, maybe we do the first business. I always talk about it like the first house. Then you have your second business. So so taking a look at some of the realities, um, know who you are personally. What are your skill sets? How do you handle stress? How do you handle decision making? So all of this is going to come into play when you own your own business. So,
1: <laughs> And that's, you know, in its interest, I think, isn't it true, though, what you learn on a daily basis in a career, taking that to a mm-hmm. franchise should help you because you can't go into this blind. You no. have to have some education or understanding, correct?
2: Yes. And... <laughs> The way that I like to talk about it with clients is there's skill sets that are good to have to run a business. Um, you don't need to know how to cut hair. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know how to paint a house. But if you know how to manage people and run a P&L and operate a business, you hire the people to do those services. So people will often talk to me about, well, that's not my passion, You know, uh, doing junk pickup, you know, if you th- there's one out here I see a lot of times in our area, college hunks. Okay. Well, junk pickup and moving, that's not my passion. Well, if you're going to get into a passion, that's different. Get into franchising so that you can support your passion. <laughs> but if you have the skill sets to manage and run and operate a business, those are the things the franchisor is going to look for and then hopefully approve you. And I think that's another key difference. A lot of people assume, oh, I have the money. Okay, which one should I choose? No, it's, it's a mutual evaluation awarding process. Let's help you get awarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And that's interesting because, <laughs> you know, I, you see all these opportunities, but how do you make that right choice? Right. You have, and it's basically what fits into your lifestyle, correct? Or...
2: All of these different factors, skill sets, lifestyle, investment, how much do you want to make? And that's a careful one. You want to, you know, we're not making promises on anything, but if you want to make, and we'll have some fun here because the mega millions was just won by someone in Illinois. If you want to make a billion dollars a year. Then let's figure out how many, and just to have fun, McDonald's, but how many McDonald's do you need to own to make billion a billion dollars a year? How many employees are you going to manage? What are your expenses going to look at, look like, how many headaches are you going to have with this business? <laughs> <laughs> well, and
1: that's, and, and that's a good segue because you also work with small businesses mm-hmm. and startups in, you know, People come to me and I'm sure they come to you and say, I have this great plan, this great idea. Mm-hmm. And my first question is, well, what's your business plan? Right. And then you get this place right. like yeah. what? So what do you, you know, for someone starting up a new business, similar to franchise, cause you have to know what you, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have that financial support, but what are your recommendations for starting a new business?
2: If somebody wants to start a new business, I will recommend them to their local chamber and to SCORE. Um, You know, SCORE here in Columbus is a great, great, uh, not company, but foundation. It's it's actually through the government, but it's an organization that has volunteer members, uh, mentors to help people, whether it's, you know, at the stage one. Or stage 100 and anywhere in between so um, a business plan is a, a very formal outline that everyone needs to see you to the bank to investors and everyone in between on that one too so a business plan is very important it's a nice outline to help guide you
1: yeah in score is a great because i've mm-hmm. worked with them in the past right. um but I think that's a underutilized resource like SBA, SBDC, all yeah. these organizations, government agencies that are out there for free resources right. and services. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we're going to have some. Don't, don't be afraid to use those services. No. I mean,
2: they're there. They're, it's, I, I feel like um, too often the human mindset is, I need to know this and I don't want to seem weak and ask for help. Well, it's better to ask for help to save yourself a really expensive mistake.
1: Doesn't that show strength in so many ways that, you know, so, your but... weaknesses and cause mm-hmm. that's how I've always, I know my weaknesses as a leader. Mm-hmm. How do you fill those gaps?
2: Absolutely. And that's
1: bringing in the right people to help support who you are and what you do hundred percent. So we're going to have some fun right now. Oh yeah, I'm done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> time to go. <laughs> So when you think about being your best self, what is it? What, how do you be your best self? This is what I love on part of this is when I ask a question and I get this like fearful look sometimes.
2: Is that what I'm showing you right now? (laughs) You're thinking.
1: thinking.
2: (laughs) Did I miss the prepare sheet that you didn't send to me? (laughs) There is no prepare. Uh -uh. Uh, What do, okay. Let me rephrase the question so I can take a time here to think. What do I envision as my best self or how do I view myself? Yes. 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 All right.
1: How on a daily basis, when you look at it Mm -hmm. and if you look back, getting to where you are today, because you went through some challenges, changes in being the person that you are today, being your best self, how do you do that? And what does that mean to you?
2: How, what it means to me, I'll get into that how in a second, what it means to me, understanding who I am, the good, the bad, the in-between, working with that on a daily basis, <laughs> whether it's from clients to kids to friends to family. being respectful, being empathetic, understanding your values, what's important to you, and realizing at the end of the day that you're going to have the mishaps, and then how do you learn from it? Try not to beat yourself up on it, and how are you going to do better the next day or the next week?
1: And that's what I love about this programming, because it makes people really think about
2: Mm -hmm. who they
1: are and where they came from. And And
2: that's hard though sometimes. I mean, if you would have asked me that question 15 years ago, (laughs) that would have been really Mm -hmm. hard. And Mm -hmm. I mean, who I was 15 years ago to who I were 20, you know, whatever, it's completely different for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. But I think the one vulnerability... That is the difference that I see in the successful people or the people that are making a difference or kind of waiting for that next turn of success kind of thing. They're willing to be vulnerable and honest with themselves. And so then therefore they can be a little bit more transparent and honest with others. And then that rawness comes through when you're interacting with people. You're kind of grinning at me. <laughs> because
1: your rawness is coming through. And that's what this program is meant to be. Okay. That helping people to understand it's okay to be your true self and improve bring that rawness out. So we do in a safe space to and do in a need. safe space. Right. And we always say that whatever there's no judgment zone, and there should never be a judgment zone. But I tell know. that
2: to my clients all the time. What yes. are your goals? There's no judgment.
1: <laughs> They're always yeah. <laughs>
2: it's a but, safe space.
1: But this has been, you know, the lineup of women that we have and individuals I should say we have speaking is incredible. So we have a leadership panel and we did this in February and recreating it again for the expo. And one of the questions that will be asked.
2: You're rubbing your hands together. Like I know. Sorry. That probably like, did
1: that come up on the like. The attack. Mic? <laughs> um and, and it's one of my favorite questions because it's another stumper. What did you have to give up?
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um,
1: so when you look at your On life,
2: which part? my The career part? The mom part? I mean, I'm a single mom of three kids. 24-7 single mom of three kids.
1: Okay. You know, and it was interesting when we asked this question in the leadership panel, the original mm-hmm. one, you had women that went family, women that went career, and then those that did a balance. So, you is know. Is there ever
2: really a balance or is that the illusion? Anyway, I interrupted you. No, <laughs> no.
1: It, that's, and that's, that's why we do the things we do, to create conversation, to help others mm-hmm. maybe realize that, you know, it's okay to be you. So what did you have to give up?
2: Um, oh my gosh!
1: And I have to say, Talanda is one of the stronger. I talk about the strong women in the Tri Village area, and I consider you part of that because of your true realness. And when I can put you outside your comfort zone <laughs> Which and challenge so you. doing right now, exactly.
2: It's funny, you know. You say the strong comment. I get that a lot. Remember that show? I get that a lot. Um, but it's funny cuz I don't always feel that way. That internal voice, that internal struggle, I don't feel strong cuz you know those voices that you think about. Mm-hmm. That yes. insecurity that comes in that doesn't always show, but those internal thoughts you might have. And so what people see, um, they see the strength, but I think sometimes I cover that up. Is this Sally, Jesse, Raphael or, or <laughs> We just get into, you you did ask me, what did I have to give up? Yes. I I really, honestly, I, I feel like that question could really be directed in so many different things, but to really be real here and kind of go back to my story, um, I had to give up the illusion. I had to give up this illusion of what I thought my life was. And what I thought my life was going to be. Don't you start crying on I'm me. Not. Oh, I'm not. I'm smiling. Um, and recreate it. And there are still days that, okay, I want to do better. I, this is where I want to be. Because I, I, I don't know if I'm speaking to anybody else out there. But, you know, at a certain age, I think we have, or many of us, have an idea in our head. Well, this is where I'm going to be. This is where I'm supposed to be. And I definitely, I'm one of those people. This is where I'm supposed to be. And you kind of feel like that's your personal goal or challenge or line in the sand, so to speak. And how do I get there? And so there was a lot that I had to give up and kind of start over. And it was the illusion I had to give up.
1: Is it giving up or taking a step back and evaluating what's best mm-hmm. for you?
2: Yes. It, <laughs> it was a lot of step back and evaluating. But I think that's important to do. I actually, I just, I have a client, um, really uh, big business, strong woman, helped companies go to IPO kind of person. Um, And she said something interesting to me. Every year, I can't, you know, I'm on the spot right now, so I can't think of the name of the uh, test or personality test that she does. It was something that I hadn't really heard of that much before. Um, But she does it every year to reevaluate herself. And I thought, well, that's interesting. How Put much? that on the to-do list with the other yeah. 800 items.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Let's just file that back yeah, here. Right? You know, in the to-do, where do we go? So I love this. I love that you've been real and raw with us. And as we get to the end, what words of wisdom do you have for individuals out there, women in the industry?
2: Trust your gut.
1: <laughs> instinct
2: trust your instinct um, use your voice but make sure it's in a good way and that's one of the things that I've had to learn everyone can come out of the gate or conversation and just um, be more aggressive but there's an art to being creatively assertive
1: tactful in mm-hmm. some ways some yeah. ways.
2: And, you know, the, the back to the person 15, 20 years ago, um, it was more of just the come at you. And I was always impressed with people who could be that tactful, but yet creatively circumvent and still get their way. And it's an art and some people just like personality, some people are born with it. Some people learn it, but if you're willing to learn something and have an open mind which that's something I've had to learn. (laughs) Um, There's a lot you can take in. It doesn't all have to be figured out. I think that's one of the, it doesn't all have to be figured out.
1: Will we ever figure it out?
2: But I think we want to. I think we always want to have it figured out. What's the end going to look like? I don't know. (laughs) I think that, but what kind of decisions do you want to make along that journey that you're comfortable with and that you can live with and you can put your head on the pillow at night. And then the journey will naturally create itself and being the type a person I am. That's been a difficult lesson. (laughs) I know,
1: right? (laughs) We we type a people have control issues and you always want to know, Mm -hmm. like I've learned, take a step back. You Mm -hmm. have to listen. Yeah. You have to listen. Cause I'm, I'm sure we had very similar, it was go, 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 mm-hmm. talk, 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 yeah. but you have to step back and listen and know your audience. And, right. and I always say, be careful. Cause I always have some ulterior motives hoping that you'll get the mission and purpose. And I see that a lot in you and I've gotten mm-hmm. to know a lot, you a lot better today. Which I think we had a strong connection before. Yeah. So one last question. This one will be easy. Okay, good. <laughs> what's exciting going on in your life? Let's, a, you know, really in a positive. What's, what do you have that you can talk about? I know sometimes you can't, you yeah. know, confidentiality. But what's exciting you right now? Besides being here with me.
2: Besides being here with you. Um, this is a double-edged sword. Um. My oldest is going off to college. <laughs> and so on one hand, I want to cry because <laughs> the dy- I, I'm realizing, you know, the dynamic at home is going to change. But on the other hand, I'm so excited for him to spread his wings and start all of this and his journey and all of those memories. So it's like this weird dichotomy of <laughs> these it's just this weird emotional time. I, could, I mean, I'm surprised I'm not crying about talking about it right now because I'll, I'll talk to my girls and, and Mom, you don't cry yet.
1: <laughs> but is it, isn't that what we raise our kids to do is right. go spread your wings as yes. hard as it is and you trust that they're going to make the right decisions?
2: What, and did I teach them everything I was supposed to teach them? And so I feel like I'm trying to give them these last minute speeches like... <laughs> I'm Lou Holtz or something. Um, but someone said to me years and years and years ago, and it's so funny how you know certain conversations or certain things someone will say to you, stick with you for whatever reason or whatever mindset you were in at the time. But someone said to me, you're crying for the right reasons. You know, If he didn't have his act together and want to go do something and find what he wants, you'd be crying for a different reason if he was stuck at your house and living at home at 30. And, you know, <laughs> or 40 or 45, uh-huh. <laughs> bringing the kids, yes, the wife, yes, you know. yes, um, then you're crying for different reasons. So this is a good cry. Letting this go. This is the, this is the letting mm-hmm. go. This is the appropriate. This is, yeah. Yeah. So that's good.
1: It is. And you're smiling again.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, because there's, you know, this time of year, I keep seeing, I saw them last year and I would cry. You know, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram. And I saw them last year at this time. And I thought, oh my God, in a year, this is going to be me. And there's this, um, like, all pencil sketch drawing meme. And it's two-sided, left, right. And the first one is the school bus is down there and the kid's hanging on to the mom crying. I don't want to go, you know, and the mom's like, no, you got to go. And then the second one, now I'm going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> and the second one is the teen kid with the headphones on and the backpack, like mom, I got it. And the mom's like gripped with her legs around the tree, holding on to him. Like, don't go. And just the weirdness of what is that 14 years or, you know,
1: mm-hmm. 13, 14 yeah. Yeah. How and you we, just
2: switched roles. And-
1: yes. And someday we'll be their children. They'll be taking care of us, hopefully. Hopefully, right? Hopefully. So. <laughs> well, thank you.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> we'll have to do this again someday. I'd love that. <laughs> we have a lot more to go on. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, David Polakowski, President and CEO of the Tri-Village Chamber. Look forward to seeing you soon.
0: Did you know
2: sponsoring a Tri-Village Chamber event not only builds brand awareness, but expands your network? Our Chamber unites hundreds of businesses and individuals through meaningful relationships, educational programming, exclusive resources, and awesome events.
0: Sponsorship supports our efforts to build and strengthen the community. To find out which opportunities are best for you, contact me directly at katie, K-A-T-I-E, at chamberpartnership.org. Thanks for partnering with us. Thanks for listening to Business
2: Inspires. Check out the podcast show notes for information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast.